Hi everyone, welcome back to Porto Bien mm-hmm. with Cindy and Sav. Um, this is what episode fifteen. Dude, that's hella episodes. That's already. hella episodes. Um, Crickets. Our last episode got us hella in trouble. <laughs> got into hella trouble, y'all. Um, because of y'all. Because we wanted to keep it real with y'all. So now we're in <laughs> red lines. I, I sent him this meme and he posted it. <laughs> what is that? I'm sorry, y'all. I sent some... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> He's shared a meme. But anyways, Okay, um... Yeah, yeah, we, we don't think Helen. about not getting in trouble anymore. Because <laughs> I got my ass kind of chewed a little bit. Um, <laughs> damn. I feel like he don't... He, my little situation, I can't even say what the fuck we are. But um, he don't be arguing with me. He just be like, nah, I have so much to say. But like, nah... Nah, bro. They linked up, bro. They linked up on us. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like to start fights with me because he knows I go crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me too. They just sit there and quiet. It's not like we say stuff that doesn't make sense, though. That's why. That's why they're, they're arguing with, like, a dictionary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on encyclopedia your ass. <laughs> Try me. Like, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, my God. I'm so fucking tired. I'm on two hours of sleep, y'all. We went out last night <laughs> with our... <laughs> Homies with extra chromies? (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so sorry, you guys. That's such a fucked up joke. That comes from them, not from us. Like, they they spread that shit and it's so annoying. You know how guys are. They just say the dumbest stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um. Anyways, we were hanging out with our friends. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say it was a pretty cool night. It was. I was. We were just weird ass night. You. Sh- okay. I was just vibing and dancing by myself, just vibing with the homies. But do you want to talk a little bit about that funny ass story? Yeah. So cool ass. Um. Tall bearded guy comes up to me, talks to me, and I'm like, okay. He was cool. hella eyeing her the whole time, and I was just waiting. I was waiting for him to come up to me too. I was like, he's gonna come up to me. Watch, like he's gonna uh-huh. come up to me, and then he does, and then he talks about how he, he like, I, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go see my sister, and then homeboy is like twerking on his sister, I guess, or whatever. Like whoever you twerking on, bro. He was twerking on her. Dude, they were like grinding on each other, like perreo, and I'm like, that's not your that's freaking not sister. Your, that's nasty. And so like. Uh, Sav leaves because she needs to go do something with the homies. So I'm sitting there, like, just chilling. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Homie comes back, and he's like, um, how you been? Like, just talk talk to me, and I'm just like, you can go. And he's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't talk to guys who grind on their sisters. He's like, I don't grind on my sister. And I was like... And is that not your sister? He acts like the place literally wasn't the size of a fucking, like, master bedroom. Bro, he tried to, like, go to, like, the other corner. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna see. Like, oh, and the other guy who, like, blew up my messages. And when that was... Ca- he kept tapping my shoulder. He's like, you went to El Dorado? You went to El Dorado? I was oh, like... Yeah, you went to El Dorado. He, like, messaged me. He was like, wait that, wait that, wait that, wait that. I'm like... You heard when the homies were saying that that... One photographer was like following me and taking pictures of you everywhere. Creepy. Uh, that one fucking the homie that kept trying to plug me with the other guy. I was like, bro, no. Wait, what? Who, the, the homie one? that was trying to plug you with the other guy. 
Oh yeah, I low key knew you saying your type, but I was like, well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the word you were type, but you know, <laughs> you never know. Um, whatever though, it was fun. I I was playing uh, babysitter at the end. Took took the little homies to Denny's, made sure they she got was homesick. so sweet. She like took them all to eat. <laughs> She was like, hey, mommy. Mommy! They were, like, arguing. I was like, shut Wait, up. were they arguing? They're always fucking arguing about stupid shit. And they go ham on each other, they too. They go like, Stupid ass. Like, They're like, that's why you're ugly, or that's why your girl left you. And then they, like, start looking like, like deep to ass shit. <laughs> you're like, that's why, um, They're like, that's why your ex told me that you this, this, and that. That's and like, shot like, number 65 told you that she didn't like you because of this, and you smell like shit in the night. And they just... <laughs> And we'd just be there like, what the fuck? It's kind of cool to be friends with guys because you're going to get insight on how they speak and how they handle stuff. So the longer I'm friends with them, the more I'm like disgusted. Single era. <laughs> the more I'm like, get the fuck Not because I want to talk to guys, but because I don't want to talk to guys. That's why when like people are like, oh, you probably have a crush on your homies. It's like, I know them better than y'all know them. And I do not have a crush. That shit. Um yeah no i think it probably does the opposite but um Mm. what was i gonna say okay today's episode we're gonna be talking about our old jobs and just like some stories a little more lighthearted because we've been going in a little bit on the last episodes i went nikki on the other one i was like loki kind of um all right but uh i guess i'll go first i'll talk a little bit about the old jobs that i used to have um so yes even yesterday actually uh one of my homies asked me like if i've ever had a real job and like i think a lot of people have this misconception of me y'all i had hella jobs before this yeah um i we'd be walking through the mall be like i worked here i worked here i worked I know. here at one point i was like she worked everywhere bro. <laughs> um so my first job i started working well like in high school and stuff i did like postmates and stuff but I would say my first, like, real job was right when I graduated. I started working at Tropical Smoothie. Me and Cindy love Tropical Smoothie. I want some right now. Can we get some after? Yeah, I'm hella down. I, I need some protein, too. Um, I don't even want to go to the gym anymore. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm probably just going to go for a little bit. I've been just busting, like, quick little 30, 45-minute sessions. It's because um, the gym is right here. Mine's so small. Yeah, that's true. Yours is, like, that. that's already the drive, if not, like, more than that, like, an hour. Okay, but... um. What one thing I will say about Tropical Smoothie, uh, I think it's a pretty good company. I know their franchise. Um, I would say it's pretty relatively healthy. I remember we always used real fruit and shit like that. Um, if you're like extra healthy, maybe just ask for no sugar because we did used to add like a big ass scoop of sugar to all of them. So, but um, Tropical Smoothie, my first job, it was pretty. It was fun as fuck, honestly. I met like some of my my best friends there. Um. I would say, like, some of the things that I... The biggest thing that I remember is, first of all, the day that I quit was crazy. I got in a fight with one of my coworkers because I think he was, like, trying to flirt with me or something. The and then I was, like, I had my phone on me and he, yanked, like, snatched it from me. And I was, like, can I have my phone back? And then he just kept, like, fighting me. And so he, like, low-key started pushing me and was, like, fight me for your phone. I was, like... That's kind of weird. <laughs> he was, like... Broke it off me. He was, like, getting aggressive. And I was, like, I just want my phone, bro. But, like, I think in his head he was flirting with me. He was, being like... weird as shit. He was just being weird. But, like, low-key aggressive as fuck. And then it got to the point where, like, customers came in. 
and i started i don't know like i just got like super uncomfortable so i started fighting him back and i pushed him my car as fuck like on the wall <laughs> and yeah. then, like hella shit fell off the wall <laughs> and then i started just like pushing him and like there was hella loud shit and then the customers the were customers looking were in and like, it just it just looked like two people were fucking t- like tussling bro in the back and then um i just remember i jumped out the drive through window and i never came back so that was that. It's so weird that he just started fucking hanging out. <laughs> yeah. He, he never tried like to talk to you again. He was uh, like, he never talked to me again. I don't even know what the fuck happened to that guy. Probably thinks about that fight all the time. <laughs> he was probably like, mm, that, was that the most fight. Ass shit in my life, <laughs> to me, I was like, I'm gonna die. I was like actually fighting back, like trying hard as fuck, and. I don't know. But I would have definitely been like, what the fuck? I just remember my my old manager texting me after. And she's like, I know it was your last day, but like, are you good? Like, what the fuck was that? And I was <laughs> like, uh, I'm fine. And then I remember I got home and my parents could tell I was hella like uneasy and stuff. And like my dad was about to go and beat his ass. It's fucking weird. Like, like, why do you think that it's okay to put your hands on a girl, even if you're flirting with her? Like, that's not the way to fucking flirt. It's mad weird, dude. Mad weird. Yeah. Um... But anyways, other than that, um, I just remember that job, there was this one regular, I think I was like, he was like around my age, he was like a teenager too, and he would come on his bike like every day or every other day, and I had the fucking fattest crush on him like the whole time. Aww. He was super cute, I wonder what happened to him, if, if you're listening, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, but other than like those couple things, those are probably just like the biggest things I remember from that job. Um, the job I had after that was Swarovski. I worked at the outlets. Um, that's where I met one of my best friends. His name is Chris. Um, I not heard of him. He's, like, older. I told you about him. He's, like, 26. Oh, the one kid. that sees you as a daughter. Yeah. Um, met one of my bestest friends. He has a kid now, though, and, like, uh, like, basically wife. So, he's, he's, he's doing his own thing, but he's doing great. Um... Asaroski, I'm trying to think. I just remember I had a fucking horrible ass manager. She was weird. Like, uh, she like she like liked me a lot, and she would come to the back and she would like hella talk shit about the employees, but like bad. Like, let's say I had an employee named like Brenda or something, she'd be like, Brenda's being such a stupid ass bitch today. Like, she would go crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, like fuck? she wouldn't be like. I thought she was gonna Brenda's be like oh, a bad me. word. No, dead ass. She would be like, Brenda's being so fucking annoying today. I can't fucking stand her. Like some crazy and then she would be like oh you're like a really good employee though or she would like talk shit about like the system manager too she would be like that motherfucker is getting on my nerves like she would cuss like hello crazy and she would talk shit like shit like That's bad like shit really bad. like she'd be like brenda came in looking like shit today like she probably got <laughs> fucking faded last night and did some stupid shit and <laughs> like, i was but i've lava con una like anger and i was just like, like my de ojo just yeah. speaking bitch imagine my boss coming in and going to the back seeing me walk in her like damn she looks like shit what else to happen and going yeah. back and being like esa vieja podrida que <laughs> yeah, that's what she would talk <laughs> fucked up um, other than that I mean it was funny I had my little like <clears throat> this is when I had the FRS and I had like my little car girl phase and I would hang out with hella Asians that worked at the outlet it's so weird. I feel like I had hella eras. You had different eras. I would hella You had eras. your, um... I had my emo era, my, like, car girl era. Your Tokyo Drift era. Dun, dun, dun. I had my fucking Latina reggaeton era. You're in your Latina I had my cowgirl era. era. I feel like I'm slowly going back to my emo era. Really? Because I'm starting to listen to more, like, screamo and punk again. 
and I feel like well, I'm, I feel like that's always gonna be part of you because I'm, yeah. I'm like super like 80, 90s and 80s rock, and no matter where I go, like True. I can leave it for six months and I always come back. To I it. honestly don't even. I, just I feel don't like get too into it like I was before. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like right now I'm like uh, well, we're in like in our early twenties. I'm I'm finding you're a get done for sure. I'm finding. I'm finding a way to uh, blend all of them and create like my own like vibe, if that makes sense. I feel like you can listen to everything and still be your person. You yeah, I mean? like I do definitely see that you like your your um your emo stuff. Like I do see it in your you, emo stuff. with your black hair and your tats. I feel like that's more you. Like that mm-hmm. speaks you. I feel like before you were probably like trying to find out who you were, so you were trying different looks and different stuff. But yeah. you were never a hundred percent comfortable in your skin. Now I feel like you're definitely more comfortable in your skin. Yeah, I'm really comfortable in my skin and like I'm. I, I'm taking parts of, like, every part of me. Like, I, I still want to get, like, a nice, like, a uh, project car. And then, like, I feel like I'm getting more tattoos. Like, I'm just, like, fulfilling, like, every part of me instead of, like, obsessing over one you. part yeah. at one time. Um, But I feel like that's normal and, like, growing and finding yourself, you know? <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah, that was, like, my little Swarovski. And then I worked at Kate Spade for, like, a fucking month. Then I just fucking quit and never went back. Why didn't you like it? it's just like when i interviewed i had told them that i needed a specific week off because i was gonna go to real estate school that's funny and then like they just didn't give it to me and like i had been i literally told them since the interview and then i told them hey i've been asking you guys for these days since the interview and they were like oh well you're gonna have to come in after school every day for two hours to help us close and i was like why the fuck am i gonna come and park at the outlet and work for two hours for like fucking 20 bucks like Like more on gas like the fuck tripping so i just that was just a bitch move um but kate spade was crazy that 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 store is busy as fuck that one i used to sell a lot though um yeah it was cool because like all those little like you know how there's always like chinitos that buy there at the outlets so they would always be like you look like doll Uh (laughs) because back then like i was really really girly and i kind of dressed like like a little doll i would always wear dresses and like weird era that's the one era i don't know about I don't, I don't really think that I am, like, a girly girl. I don't like dresses. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with dresses. I feel like as much as I try to like dresses, I just feel uncomfortable. I'm definitely more of a pants. Yeah. Like, I think I think it's because... You could be sexy in pantalones, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Dude, I, don't... I, I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, the, the day that I got the most hit on ever was when I went downtown with camel pants and a crop top. Like, more than, like, days where I'm, like, hella, like... Go, like all out it's because you feel comfortable and when you feel comfortable that's when you shine the most i feel like when you're wearing well what with me personally when i'm wearing a dress i feel like oh my pants are going down like i'm mm-hmm. just too concerned you're like uncomfortable you're like in your own head too much yeah and then like when you're comfortable you're fucking sexy and confident because you're not giving a fuck about how you look you're giving a fuck about how you present yourself it's like already yeah mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not trying to pull your skirt down you know you know what i what i've noticed well now that i'm going out more I don't care as much about going out and, like, looking like like being the hottest bitch in the room anymore. I just want to go. And have fun. Be comfortable and, like, obviously be, like, confident in the way that I look. But just not overdo it. And just have fun with my friends. Like Yeah, I feel like also <clears throat> that, that helps you, too. Because you're not trying to seek out and be like, is she pretty to me? Is she pretty to me? You're just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to get hit on. I'm trying to have the fucking time of my life. I'm going to have fun. Whatever happens, happens. I think it's because also, like, we... Right now, we have a group of friends that they just like to have fun. And I think before we would hang out with more so like people that were seeking like, oh, let's go find a man at the club or like it was more so like 
we there was like a another motive other than just having fun you know yeah and i'm i'm liking this i feel like we need this we need to like have fun yeah we just need out. this fun and like not caring and like yeah when like every like we all have our eras and we all had our phases and we all had to go through shit and let it go but i feel like right now is the perfect time to just enjoy life we don't have kids yeah, we don't have, have anybody this is what single means it's mm-hmm. going out having fun and coming back home without nothing <laughs> yeah um okay back to ooh now barney's uh, this was like my favorite job ever so oh i i could talk about this forever but i remember so if you guys don't know what barney's is it was it was almost like a sax fifth avenue or like one of the they closed them no um they closed them yeah it was like but it was way more high-end than that like it if you guys never went to the store it literally looked like a museum for clothes type shit and like i i worked in the bag department so we had bags that went up to like 40 grand up there Damn. like crocodile and shit like that and um i remember i i just wanted a good job like i was tired of getting paid these like little ain't shit like retail jobs and this was like up there this was commission like yeah. motherfuckers were pulling money there was a guy there that drove a lambo just from this shit because he i wonder how he felt that guy was close what i wonder how he felt when that store closed i know I think he works at Saks now, but I remember, it's like, the same, he used to have, like, an Instagram page with, like, fucking 60K, and he would post all the new arrivals, like, hella artsy, um, and he would sell hella, like, he would just get people DMing him, like, oh, I'll take this at an 8, this, 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 this that. He was yeah, a fu- I fucking legend, Loki. left are, like, the Arizona ones, the California They're ones, just tiny New ones, York. too. They're not even the big ones. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I was like, fuck it. Like, usually, everybody that worked there was, like, 30 plus, like, 35 plus, and then <clears throat> when I went, I I went into the store and I was like, oh, like I want an interview. And they're like, and like, I was hella dressed up and shit. So I I did look a little bit older. And then when I got the interview, I got interviewed six times, bro. And I remember my last interview was with the GM of the store, and <clears throat> he was like really fucking scary. Like he was like a bitch, like dead ass. And then I remember I sat down there and he was so fucking rude, dude. He sat me down. He was looking at my resume and he's like why do you think that you deserve to work here in comparison to people who have been like at neiman's for 20 years he's like don't you think it's kind of disrespectful that you're trying that's that's dead that's what he told me and you know what i told him i was like i forgot exactly what i said but i was like i was like well those people that have been there for 20 years are extremely outdated and honestly i was like the fashion industry is completely changing i saw i saw your floor y'all are selling kanye now y'all are selling off-white now it's not what it was 20 years ago and i was like i could tell you what you want to hear but what you can do is hire me for three months and I'll show you. And then he like literally was like, what the fuck? This little ass girl, like little feisty. Little ass girl? Um, Where was that Barney's located? In the Venetian. Mm, it it was so beautiful. I miss that store. And then he he told me like right there and there, he's like, you're hired. Like, I fuck with you heavy. And then it's like. because sometimes with people like that, you kind of have to put that back. He told me, back. he told me that he did it because he wanted to know if I would be. You would break under pressure. Because, dude, that job was crazy. Like, I since I was the first young person to work there, like, all the, f- like, there was, like, 60-year-olds fucking beefing with me, like, plotting against me. Like, this one bitch would take pictures of me if I was on my phone. I remember when I first started working there, they were like, oh, like, this lady took a picture of you on your phone for an hour. What the fuck was that about? And they thought I was going to be like, oh, I was texting or, like, nah, bro. I was like, oh, yeah, this is my Instagram. I have 20,000 followers. And what I've actually been doing is doing polls on my story and tagging Barney's and all of them. And they were like, oh, shit. And then I was, like, showing them my engagement. And they were like, oh, that's dope. And then I remember, like, after that happened, like, they started encouraging people to, like, start, like, social medias. And then um, 
yeah but anyways that store was dope i met yg i met hella basketball players i met um hayley steinfield like hella celebrities i would help um and it was cool like i remember i think that's where i started really manifesting because i would see these women coming in with like they were just like i still remember like in specific like one lady that came in and she just like was able to buy whatever the fuck she wanted she's like i want that 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 even there was like a four thousand dollar purse a two thousand dollar dress and then um she gave me like her email or something and i looked it up and she owned like her own cute little like boutique and i was like that's so dope like i want that to be me one day type shit you know i wonder why it closed if people were spending money like that um i think probably they did i just remember they did not want to i remember they didn't want to fucking like market they were pretty outdated and they didn't like really believe in social media so i think that's why but the store was for sure pulling in like 40 grand a day i remember that's weird that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know rest in peace barney's maybe one day it'll come back that that store was dope i know when i used to watch sex in the city which is like a super famous show they used to go to barney's a lot and then i remember i would as a little girl was like watch well not as a little girl but like as a teenager i would watch sex in the city a lot because it was like these four women that were super successful they were besties living in um, new york Mm -hmm. and i just said i want a friend group like that because they were all super successful in their own way and Mm -hmm. they all made money and they got together they had cocktails and they had breakfast every morning because they had money like that and they would talk about their boy problems and they would talk about their money issues that's cute that's like our other friend group yeah and so like i was like i always want a friendship like that and then they would go to barney's to to shop i was like they were it was really popping because that was Mm -hmm. like a huge show so it was cool too because like i would say a year later is when eileen popped off and when eileen first popped off obviously i didn't have like as much overhead costs as i do now so i remember i was able to go into all of those stores and be like i want that three thousand dollar bag i want that five hundred dollar shirt like there was like like but right before i opened my shop like i just had a lot of money to blow like that and yeah. and it was kind of cool to see how like i was the salesperson and now i'm the person buying buying even though it only took like a year which is pretty dope um but yeah loved barney's um top sh- and then i worked at top shop for a little bit I mean, I don't have much to say about that. It was just cool because I worked like in a little personal shopping section of the store. But I feel like it's before, not now. Now I'm a lot more friendlier and shit. But before I was so shy, it would take me like fucking three, four months to make friends at a job. Yeah. I'm just very like, like, I'm just very in my own little zone. I get scared a lot. Um, And I think that's why a lot of people think it. I'm like, like i think i'm too good or something like that it's really y'all just social anxiety yeah it's not it's not like it's you coming off without like they're not understanding their perspective yeah but yeah that was my little experience with jobs and and some fucking little stories about that what about you cindy um i first so i got my first job in high school in my senior year um i remember i was like i want to make some money like i'm tired of doing this so i had a friend who worked at home depot and then i remember he like was like well if you want to get a job at home depot you can get a job and i was like it makes like good i think the average back then was like eight bucks an hour and it was started like at 11 so i was like that's really that's, good, that's I, good. Re- I heard they pay good home depot it paid good it paid 11 bucks for high school students so yeah. i was like whatever so i walked in and i remember i was like hey can i get a job and they were like well we're not hiring right now so i remember i was like it's close to my house so i don't have to worry about gas because it was only like a five minute drive 
they worked with my school schedule. I just had to be patient. So I was like, if I really want them to know that I want this job. So I remember that like after work, after school, I would go to work and I would bring the, the manager a cappuccino. I tried super hard because I was like, this Damn. job me conviene. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't being a kiss ass or anything, but like he was really giving me preference because he was like, dude, there's people over here. But I was like, okay, like if these people have applied for a long time, but they haven't followed up, then I'm going to come over here and I'm going to like follow up until I get the job. Mm-hmm. So I remember I started like doing the, my friend worked there too. So I would visit him and I would ask him if he wanted anything. So I remember like I started in September and then I got hired in November. No, I got, no, I started in August like for the job and then I got hired right before Black Friday. Mm. Yeah, I got hired like in October-ish because I remember like I was helping with the, the Halloween decorations, the weather was cute and the Home Depot has the cutest Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, I made, like, a little pumpkin patch inside, and people would bring their, their kids and take pictures in the mini pumpkin patch. That's and then cute. Yeah, and then I saw all the decorations, and I um, it was cool because I got to know a lot. So Home Depot has, like, a lot of older people that work there, and they work there for years. Like, it's not like a job where, like, people, like, um, just work. Only the youngs, of course, but there's people who have been there for, like, 30-plus years. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see how people, like, made their life out of a company, um, I met really good friends. I met one of um, my coolest friends there, actually. And then, <laughs> yeah, Lucio. <laughs> and then, um, what's it called? It gave me a little bit more financial freedom. I was able to buy more stuff. I was able to go to EDC with that money. I was able to do a bunch of stuff like stuff that my parents wouldn't just have gave me permission for like i know for sure they wouldn't have gave me money that's the best dude i feel like how the fuck when we were younger we would get like 200 300 checks every two weeks and we thought we, we really like balled the fuck out it's because dude things were cheaper like true like i remember like i was able to afford edc costumes i was able to go out i was able to how eat the all the fuck time were you able to we i think about that i'm like bro at sunglass hood i remember every two weeks i'll get paid like 200 bucks and i was fine yeah that's what i'm saying i was just like i don't want because i had to pay gas and stuff like that and i was like going out all the time so i feel like things were just cheaper and more affordable back then because mm-hmm. i remember my checks would come on like 350 and stuff like that but i was still able to get to do all the stuff i wanted and i remember i still had money in the bank and everything so <laughs> um i like that was a fun experience i just didn't like how like sometimes the older men would come in and so it was just me and my friend and we were both thick and we called each other cousins because we were like light skinned and we had like long hair at the mm-hmm. time so like but our lines were super super long and i remember las señoras al lado would be like hey our lines are open and they wouldn't care like they'd be like no 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 and they would wait on our lines or like the ca- the registers were a little bit creepy because they could stand right behind you it wasn't like walmart where the the cashier is like oh. right in front of you and there's like the the whole machine to go ahead with them it's like no the machine is on the side of the customer so we're facing the customer so sometimes they would stand right behind me and it would be so aggravating and kind of gross because i'd be like dude you're like breathing on my neck like can you go over there like i promise you i'm not scanning all that stuff or they would just say stupid shit so it was just like a very masculine or they would think that i was stupid and i didn't know what what tools were so it was like it was like a hit or miss but i really did like doing returns and customer service because i was behind the thing and then i would be able to tell people no and then like they couldn't tell me anything so i was like yes or (laughs) i liked working garden in the nice seasons like march april and where i get to flower the plants and just be outside in the nice air how Um, long did you work there i worked there for like a year 
so yeah yeah i really i i like that and then i quit because i remember one time like um i there was this one old man that used to pull carts and he was so annoying like he would come outside and he would talk to me for hours about inappropriate shit so i told the managers that i didn't like that and since he was there for so long they kind of always used to brush it over and there was one time he just made me super uncomfortable so i quit and my dad was like okay well now that you quit you either need to find a better job and I was in school, like I was, I was in college. Oh no, 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 I wasn't in college. I was about planning to go to college. So my dad was like, "Well, you just can't sit here and come home. Like you gotta, you gotta either find a better job, or I don't know what to do." He's like, "But I don't know how you're gonna find a better job because you quit and you didn't even give two weeks notice." So, yeah, really? It was that bad? Yeah, because I was just like, dude, I've been complaining about this guy for so long, and you guys aren't doing anything about it. That's fucked it's up. It's really bad. So my dad was like, I don't know how you're going to get a job. They're going to call your old job, and then they're going to see that you didn't do the two fucking weeks notice. So I was stressing the fuck out. So I remember I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. And I was like, I want to do better. I'm going to do better. So I applied for a bank, and I wanted to be a teller, and I applied to Wells Fargo and a bunch of places. Um, I got two interviews, and I remember there was hella people in the line. Like, I walked in, and there was people older than me, too. There was, yeah. like, like at least 20 people applying for a job because I remember at that time they were paying 16 bucks an hour, which is good. Ooh, per. But in 2018, it was, like, good money. Good, good. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to wait. Like, I'm going to see, like, fucking, I'm not going to make it. These people had experience. Because people next to me, they're like, where are you, bank? Who are you transferring from? And they were like, oh, I'm working from Chase. So I was like, these people have, like, experience in the bank. And I'm just a fucking 17-year-old, like, no experience. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to let that dictate me. So I remember I got hella confident. And I walked in and I told them everything they wanted to hear. And I was like, yeah, I'm in school, but I'm willing to work. Um, I told him I was like I don't give a fuck like I'm, I don't give a fuck yeah I was like I can work around you guys I was just like I just want this experience like it's gonna make me better I, I like pressure I like I like situations where I, I just don't know what's gonna happen I get bored with routine so I told him like here like you never know what walks in so I'll always be on my toes and that makes me want to come to work and I guess they were like oh shit okay so they gave me a chance they hired me um I was there for like six months. I, uh, I liked it. I just, I was really nervous counting people's money. And when people stare at you counting their money, it's kind of like nerve wracking. And it also like the machine broke on me one time and my manager was there and it swallowed like hella money. That and- remind, sorry to, sorry to cut you off, but that reminded me of um, one of my friends. She does that. Yeah. And I, it, I, I hate always talking about him, but uh, my ex, the one that's a, a little, um, a little rapper, he like went in and she was counting all his cash and then like i guess she didn't give him a receipt and he like hella started going caring on her yeah like i've had people that like that and i'm just like wait like calm down like i I can get it for you it's because you have so many things going on in your head like you got to make sure that you count the money on the register you got to make sure you lock the computer you got to make sure you count the money right to them you got to make sure that people be crazy about their money too yeah so i don't fuck i i was like fucking with people's money is like fucking with money and food is the worst thing ever so i remember i was just like really nervous and when the machine broke down on me we stayed there so i was supposed to get off at 3 p.m i stayed there till 9 and the only reason i stayed there till 9 is because the machine the, 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 the people on the phone were like you guys need to go home because after 9 p.m we can't do anything about it and so my manager was like we'll see we'll figure it out don't worry about it and then they charged me 400 dollars even though the cameras i was like you guys can check the cameras like i didn't take any money um i he had to check my purse before i left to see if like i took any money so he took checked all my purse checked everything and like i had nothing but they still charged me the 400 bucks so i was a little annoyed about that because that was my whole check Mm-hmm. For like two weeks so i was like yeah i was like pissed and then um i remember i was like whatever like i'm just gonna let it slide and then my grandpa got really sick and i asked for some days off and they approved them and then somebody else wanted them 
And then he was like, oh, it's because she has more seniority. And I was like, dude, no you way. asked me and you asked her and she wanted different days. And I waited the whole fucking line because I'm the last person to get hired and I got my days. And now because out of, out of nowhere, a week before her plans got canceled, you want to come back and like take my days away? And they're like, sorry. <gasps> and then um, I was like, okay. So he died. I didn't, I couldn't see him. And then... Um, like they didn't they didn't want to give me my job back so they were i was like okay whatever i mean and not, not that they didn't want to give me my job back it's just that they wanted me to work in a week and i was just like first of all i didn't get to see him because you guys didn't give me the time off because somebody else decided that they wanted to go to california that weekend even though i told you it was a family emergency and then they were That's like fucked. okay well my bad so I, I quit i left a notice a letter i i gave him a letter formally but i was like i'm not gonna come back i'm grieving like here's your letter i'm not coming back for personal reasons take it as it is and they were like all right i guess so then after that i went to work at a dealership i worked at a car dealership i used to sell cars at chap and dodge um i'm really good over there um everybody still loves me i i have really good connections with them they gave me a home um i know that if anything ever happens i could go back to them because they're pretty cool it's just a lot of hours 12-hour shifts six days a week sell cars that's that's weird it's weird so i used to sit out there in the i got sun poisoning i got sun sun poisoning what the fuck is that i didn't even know that shit existed i just got it because i was out there in the sun because i was like i'm determined to be this woman who beats records because they don't fucking believe in me so i'm gonna sit there in the sun and i'm gonna get all these motherfucking clients to sign i remember broke the record because i was just like so persistent i was like these guys aren't gonna tell me that i can't fucking make it and then my boss was so happy with me he's like yes yeah, it's like, I remember I sold like 20-something cars for a month. And like, that was on when COVID hit. So you know people were not buying cars. Like, people, like, they were... It was good to buy cars during that time, though, I remember. I got my yeah. van during that time. Yeah, it was cheap. Mm-hmm. And, I, and they were, um, and um, because people were scared that they weren't going to get approved. So they were just trying. They felt whatever. Yeah. So with me, I was still making money off the cars. And I was still, like, kind of, but the thing is, I quit because they cut my check short. So I was like, y'all got me fucked up. Like, I worked so hard, and y'all told me I was going to make, like, 12K and I, or, like, minimum, and I made, like, 6K. And I was like, y'all, like, cut my shit in half. And then I was just like, I just feel like I worked so hard. I was I was proving you guys that I could do this job, and then, like, I didn't end up getting paid what I thought I was going to get paid. So I just, like, let it go instead of, like, making enemies. I was like, fuck it. This is a good job. What if one day I really need money? And um, I'm it's like easy higher to go like mm-hmm. so it's a grind it's like i said 12 hour days six hours why do you have to do it so much why is it so long because um they expect you to be there they expect you to sell cars but um i always wanted to see if i could go back like because i liked it but no i like houses more i'm just saying mm-hmm. like if it were to like go bad um and if i could just sell one car and go home <laughs> a day i would get my like sell my car and go home by you know like you can you do that are you allowed to i mean i would talk to them and see if i could mm-hmm. they really liked me so maybe but i don't I don't know i don't want to step on toes either so yeah that's crazy and now i sell houses <laughs> so um what what how do you feel like do you feel like those jobs helped you prepare for real estate or is real estate completely different they helped me prepare with real estate because they helped me know how to talk with people when situations went bad so what like like the two biggest purchases of your life are a car and house Mm-hmm. I've done both. <laughs> yeah. So um, with with cars, I felt like people are very anxious. There's like the stereotypical like salesman that sucks and stuff yeah. like that. So I had to like kind of build myself and be like, hey, I'm a person you can trust. I'm not going to fuck you over. I'm not the typical salesperson. I'm here to help you. And I felt like that built me a lot of skills because there was a lot of rude people that were just like, no, 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 fuck off. Like, I'm not trying to like. And it's like 
I would have to find a way because I'm like, dude, I need to sell fucking cars. It's already 9 p.m. I'm trying to go home mm-hmm. and see how I can approach people without fucking shooing them away. And then with Home Depot, I just learned how to talk to older people. And with the bank, I just learned how to manage money and how to like kind of breathe when when situations were going bad. Like, hey, like mm-hmm. calm down. It's okay. So all of them kind of morphed to make me better. That makes sense. I would say I did like for you haven't done retail, huh? That's crazy. Retail? No, because Home Depot doesn't really count as retail, I guess. Yeah, not really. I mean, kind of. But, like, I guess, like, clothing retail is crazy. Like, you have the most craziest Karens ever. Um, And, like, but, like, low-key, that hella helped me because my, even my employees think it's crazy. Like, when I have somebody coming to us in a very hostile, like, way, I'm really good at, like, even though I don't think the customer's right, I'm really good at, first of all, they end up so happy. Sometimes even write a review on how happy they end up being. And then they even end up apologizing or, like, like on some crazy shit. It's because, like, dude, like, sometimes people go off because they forget that you're human. Just mm-hmm. because you're in that store doesn't mean that you don't leave and you don't have a life. Yeah. They feel, like, some sort of entitlement when That's they weird. walk. I've noticed, too, like, when la gente entra la tienda, like, when people go into the store, they get some sort of, like, entitlement issue yeah. where, where they almost forget that you're fucking human. Yeah. And then they walk in and they're like, oh, like, you fucking work here. This is your fucking job. Go get your fucking manager. And it's, like, I would patience say is key, bro. If you work with people, this is my favorite thing to do. So, like, let's say... Let's use an example. Let's say um, somebody came and was like, oh, I got a bouquet in it and y'all left it outside. And I got it and it looks like shit, blah, blah, blah whatever. Yeah. So, like, the first thing I would do is I always put myself in their position. So, I'll be like, they'll send me the picture. I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm just as angry as you. You know, um, I'm, like, even more mad than you. I'm going to make sure that I speak to who made it, who delivered it. And I'm going to sit them down and figure this out, blah, blah, blah. And then number one. They feel really good when they feel understood. Yeah. So that's the first thing that I do. And then number two, um, let's say they're like, they're still, if if they're like happy after that, then whatever, that fixes the situation and then I'll, I'll do what I need to do. But like if they're still pissed, then <laughs> this, this might be bad, but I kind of like man- manipulate them a little bit. So like I'll be like, there's, this has happened to me so many times where it works. So, obviously, like, I'm not going to scold my employee because 90% of the time it's not even their fault. But, like, um, freaking Aranza thinks this is so funny. Like, let, like, let's say, oh, this employee made an ugly arrangement. Then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. I think I'm going to have to let her go over that because that arrangement's really ugly. And then they'll be like, oh, no, it wasn't that bad. Like, um, maybe she just, I just didn't like this about it. Or actually, I think my husband squished it. That's why. And then I'm like, yeah, bitch, you see? Like, n- n- most like of the... like, make a big-ass deal. Make a big-ass deal. But then they see, like, dude, I could get somebody fired over, like, me fucking lying. Because a lot of the times, it really is just, like, their husband left the fucking flowers in the car for three hours and they died. Oh. And they try to blame it on us. And I'm like, you know that that could get people fucking fired. Obviously, I'm not going to fire my employee over that. But when they see, like, you going full Karen could really ruin someone's life or, like or fucking put them back a lot they're like oh like never mind blah, blah blah you know um but yeah that i usually i feel like my customer support is a one and i really do care about my customers though i want to make sure that everybody has a good experience because they believe in me and my company so don't take that as a like oh i don't give a fuck blah blah, blah. it's a joke to me because it's definitely not i take fucking that shit hella serious 
but um yeah other than that yeah those are our jobs where we are now some little stories about it and um <sighs> i don't know what y'all learned from this episode but maybe you just learned a little bit more about us so yeah and then just remember que te decimos todo esto por tu bien, por tu bien. we'll see you guys on tuesday bye, bye.